Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with this week's wheat headlines, exports via the corridor appear to be slowing, the market's turning to weather for future direction, and China have uplifted zero-tolerance COVID policy. Prices recovered some ground over the past week, having traded below pre-war levels in some markets. Funds and speculators retain their large short position on CBOT wheat and to date do not yet see a compelling reason to buy it in. It's almost a year now from the start of the special military operation in Ukraine, which still shows no sign of abating, and recent rhetoric indicates that hostilities are likely to be ramped up. Exports via the corridor, which have to date exceeded expectations, appear to be slowing. and This is being blamed on Russia's slow vessel inspections, but could also be a sign that available supplies are running down. There is also a growing disquiet amongst neighbouring EU countries who blame the flow of Ukrainian grain across their borders for the collapse in local prices. Farm lobbies are asking Brussels to go back on the free movement of Ukrainian goods, which is likely to fall on deaf ears. Suffice it to say that it will be tantamount to shutting the door after the horse has bolted, for this season at least. Russian exports continue in line with USDA's forecasts, but there is talk that rail cars and trucks may be commandeered by the military for a spring offensive into Ukraine, which may detract from grain logistics. The market is now turning its attention towards the weather for future direction. Argentina remains in the grip of their worst drought in 60 years, which has already cut their wheat production by 50%, and despite some recent rains, their maize crop, which was originally forecast at 55 million metric tonnes, is in danger of dropping into the low 40s. On the contrary, Brazil has had substantial rain, which is not only delaying their soybean harvest, but also their safrina maize plantings, which are critically important for their exports. The tail end of the Australian harvest is still ongoing due to rain, with forecasts of 37 million metric tonnes, which is a record. US winter wheat crop conditions remain very poor, albeit on an increased acreage, and only time will tell what damage recent freezing temperatures may have caused. Snow cover in Europe and the Black Sea region is less than optimal, leaving growing crops vulnerable to any sharp drop in temperatures. The transition from La Nina to El Nino is also being monitored closely. The USDA continues to refute Russia's 104 million metric tonnes wheat crop estimate, commenting that such a number was not feasible. Early forecasts for Russia's 2023-24 production are 81 million metric tonnes, whilst Ukraine this week has said that wheat and maize crops were likely to be only 15 million metric tonnes and 17, respectively, as a best-case scenario. Ukrainian officials have suggested that restrictions on wheat exports may be needed to protect domestic supply. DEFRA released their UK wheat supply and demand, which held no fresh surprises, although some of the numbers are up for debate. Nevertheless, the UK has an exportable surplus, which it is in the process of disposing of following numerous sales, predominantly intra-EU, including exports out of the deep water facilities. At present, we are price competitive and in some cases appear to be backfilling sales, which were originally based on Ukrainian execution, which have been delayed. China's lifting of their zero-tolerance COVID policy has been embraced by the populace as they celebrated their lunar year holidays. 
The virus has unsurprisingly spread like wildfire to the extent that they may have already reached herd immunity. The market will now watch for any signs of increased food demand in the form of imports. The risk premium on both old and new crop has been largely removed, with little wiggle room for any major production issues, which may be premature. On to malting barley in this week's headlines, the 2023 crop forecast to be lower than 2022's record. France is well ahead of spring barley planting and prices continue to fall across the globe. The 2022 world barley crop was a record at 151.9 million tonnes, hence the large surplus we have. Already, 2023 crop is forecast to be down to 147.3 million tonnes, but there is a very long way to go, especially as the UK has planted no spring barley yet. France remains well ahead in Europe, with about 70% of its spring barley already planted in November and December. Malting barley prices continue to fall throughout the world, with old crop buying more or less finished, apart from replacement loads. Attention will now switch to new crop, where prices are now similar to old crop. Malting premiums are not exciting and our advice remains to commit malting barley with a minimum premium of £25, but no maximum. Openfield continues with its much-needed old crop export programme. With domestic maltsters covered, it's the only means of liquidating the UK malting barley surplus. Any malting not exported may have to be sold as feed barley. And this week's oilseed rape headlines. Focus remains on soybeans, palm oils lower on poor export numbers, and we'll talk about crude oil. The market continues to watch soybeans, Argentinian weather, harvest of record Brazilian crop and Chinese demand. Last week, the market was pressured by rainfall in Argentina, relieving the drought-stricken crop, but the outlook has turned drier and increased the concerns for the crop's condition. However, expectations for a record Brazilian crop are overshadowing these concerns. Brokerage Stonex have raised their forecast of the Brazilian soy crop to be a record high at 154.2 million tonnes, up from 153.79 last month. AgRural reported the harvest to be underway and at about 5% complete despite the rain delays. As harvest gets underway, we're likely to see Brazil's storage deficit start to weigh on the market. Malaysian palm oil futures hit their highest in nearly three weeks on Monday before turning sharply lower and losing 3% on Tuesday. The market was supported by concerns that floods in Malaysia would affect their palm oil yields and potentially hurt output in the world's second largest producer. However, weak January exports and the firmer Ringgit have since weighed on the market. Exports of Malaysian palm oil products for January have been reported to fall 26.4% to 1,113,292 tonnes from 1,512,468 tonnes shipped in December. Reuters have reported India's January palm oil imports to fall 31% from a month ago to their lowest in months explaining how discount to rival oils has prompted refiners to increase purchases of soybean and sunflower oils instead. Crude oil prices started the week lower in response to the threat of further interest rate increases and ample Russian crude flows outweighing the demand recovery expectations from China. Prices then fell 2% on Wednesday as US government data showed crude oil, gasoline and distillate inventories to build to their highest levels since June 2021. Crude oil rebounded on Thursday as the dollar dived to a nine-month low in reaction to the softer rate hike bets. 
The weaker dollar makes dollar-priced oil less expensive for holders of other currencies and so boosts demand. And finally, the grain and oilseed price indicator starting with feed wheat for March at £222, May 225 feed barley 207 for March and May 210 oilseed rate for March 454 to 459 and May 456 to 461. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular OpenField contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.